what i've tried to record this episode like six times and every time i start recording i just can't stop laughing don't know what the deal is but last friday i decided that i was gonna go hang out by my pool and drink chardonnay so you guys know i'm not a big drinker just don't just don't drink alcohol that much i don't but i have all this alcohol and i'm moving soon so gotta drink it i had a bottle of kosher chardonnay that i picked up when i was in miami and i was like hey, you know what? White wine's perfect for summer. Let's go do it. So I go down to to the pool. I'm hanging out, drinking my Chardonnay, working on a blog post. And then my brother starts texting me and I start diving in and giving him dating advice. Guys, you and I both know to never take dating advice from me. Not ever. But I came upstairs like half a bottle of wine deep and I decided that I was going to start recording a podcast while I was drunk on Chardonnay. It was hilarious and also very embarrassing but um, some of the stuff I said was pretty wise. I think I'm more controlled and smart when I'm drunk so I'll play a little something from it and then we'll chat. So I was telling him I was like listen your experience with dating is going to change right now and fast. And I think he's starting to get that. I mean, Jake's a great kid, like great, great guy. I need to stop calling him a kid. He's not a kid. He's 28 years old. But um, yeah, if you're, if listen, if you're under 30, listen up because you got a whole new thing coming. You really do shit's like totally different in your 20s you get mad about things that are completely irrelevant you start fights that don't matter by 30 you're you're you cut the shit you cut the shit quick you're like this is what it is this is who i am this is what i need and this is what i want can you offer that to me yes or no i mean it's not that cutthroat yeah, you give them a few days, but it, it really, that's what it is. It takes a few days. But yeah, dating in your 30s is fast. Yes, it's difficult because you know what you're looking for, but so does the other person. And if those two things don't align, it just doesn't work. But let's say the person that you find or the person that you're like, oh, like I'm very interested in them they may not be interested in you or they're so jaded that things are going to get fucked up or they've got people in the wings oh i told you yep that's that's it i told you don't ever take dating advice from me i think people know that i mean i uh <clears throat> ooh, okay let's compose ourselves it's been like this guys i've tried to record this so many times and i can't do it without laughing but i think i'm okay now but you know what? Don't take dating advice from someone who hasn't dated anyone since 2019 and that relationship was only four months long. Oh, God. But I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Let's talk about dating. You know what? Fuck it. I wasn't going to, but let's do it. Dating as a millennial is so hard because you have social media. Or let's just go into social media, okay? So social media... If you open up your phone right now, open up your phone. Okay, open up your phone. Let's open up our phones together. We're going to open up our phone. I want you to scroll for like, I don't know, like a minute. Just scroll for a minute while we're, let's chat while we're, while we're scrolling. 
Tell me how many naked bodies you see on your phone. They don't have to be completely naked, but uh, hold on. You know what? I shouldn't have started cooking and podcasting at the same time. I'll be right back and then we're going to chat. I am literally the best cook in the world. I don't know how it happened. I don't know what to tell you. I need to open up my own restaurant. I am so damn good at cooking. I can't bake. Every time I try to bake, it just gets burnt. I don't know what I can follow a perfect recipe. It, it's going to come out bad. So I'm watching the Met Gala. Okay, I've got it on. And is it just me or have a lot of these new celebrities, they have no tact. They don't know how to conduct themselves on a red carpet. I don't know if these people go through like an interview etiquette. Obviously, the OGs, they're OGs. They're handling it great. But the the new celebs, a mess. So I'm going to have that live stream while I record because there's no chance in hell I'm going to miss the Met Gala. I have never missed it. And I love you guys, but not going to miss the Met Gala. All right. So my brother texts me uh, while, while I was downstairs and... Yeah, drunk Megan decided that she was going to come upstairs and start talking about dating. It's not that dating is difficult. It's not difficult. I've I've met some really great guys. It's just I don't know. I don't know. I I've been talking to my therapist a lot about this. It's finding someone that you have in common with, things in common with. It's finding someone that you're also attracted to. And then finding the time to spend to get to know each other. And in my opinion, I think people don't give enough time to get to know someone. They either give up too fast or they think the grass is greener on the other side. Like I said, social media, it's its full of, uh, well, I don't know. My social media is full of puppies and fashion. Anyway, all right, so... All right, let's talk. So back in February, I, you know, I was training for a half marathon. Back in February, I tore my calf or sprained it or straight. I don't know what I did, but I felt it roll up. It felt like, a, you know, when you pull down those curtains on the window and then it, they like roll back up. That's what my calf did. So I haven't run since February. So the other day I decided I was going to go on a walk. I've been doing these four mile walks every day because, you know, it's nice outside and summertime's coming up. So I'm out on my walk and I'm wearing my my speed shoes. These are like the fastest shoes in the world. They're called, um, oh God, I don't remember what they're called. They're like Nike Next Percent Vapor Fly, Alpha Fly, something like that. So I'm wearing these shoes. I'm wearing these like little uh, Nike combat shorts. I'm wearing a sports bra. I've got on my cool aviator sunglasses, my running sunglasses, but I'm not going on a run. I'm going on a walk. So I live right next to the Chabad. So if you're not Jewish, the Chabad is, it's like, it's a shul. Okay, that's still, shul means school in Yiddish. It's like a temple. Okay, it's where Jewish people go to pray. So I am a Chabadnik. I go to Chabad. I moved into this building with the intent of being close to Chabad. And I have not been an observant Jew for maybe the last, like, between like four to six months. I haven't gone to Shabbat service. Oh my God, this is so bad. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but... It is what it is. I'm still kosher to an extent. I'll still, uh, you know, I'll still eat meat out at restaurants now. But anyway, I haven't been to Shul since, I don't know, November. So I'm out on my walk and I have to walk past Chabad. But today, on this specific day, this was on Friday, 
I'm wearing these little shorts. I'm wearing this sports bra. It never crossed my mind that I am walking past Chabad. So I'm like, oh my God, rabbi's going to see me. Oh my gosh, I can't let the rabbi see me like this. I'm having like a full meltdown in my mind. I'm like pacing back and forth. I'm near like orange theory. I'm like, oh my God, these people probably think I'm crazy. They're not paying attention to me. I don't know why I said that. So I'm like trying to like hide my face as if like, I don't know, as if he's even looking out the window, you know, as if he's going to come outside, you know, he's probably praying, thank God. But so I'm like, oh my gosh, the rabbi's going to see me. What am I going to do? So I start running. This is how I got back into running. So I start running because I didn't want the rabbi to see me. And I was like, hey, that felt pretty good. You know what? I I was really scared to run because I didn't want to re-injure myself. So I'm running from the rabbi and I'm like, you know, my legs feel fresh. I open up my phone. I open up the Nike Run Club app. And there's this this uh, run that I left off with during my training. It was called the Thank You Run. So I was five weeks from doing my half marathon. Didn't didn't get to do it. I'm pretty pissed about that. But we're not here to talk about that today. So I ended up doing the Thank You Run. I think I did three miles, um, which is really fantastic. I mean, I wasn't, you know, like obviously I'm coming off of a, an injury. I'm not at my prime anymore, but it's just so funny to me that it started with running from my rabbi. That's so embarrassing. Oh my God. He, he's never going to hear this podcast, but <laughs> uh, running from the rabbi, you know, I think, you know, maybe I should go to, to show this weekend. So, you know what? Elon Musk bought Twitter and I'm pretty sure today it was finalized. He was buying Twitter. And ever since all this has started happening, I've started paying more, more attention to Elon and I've started watching interviews with him and reading up more on him. And I think this guy, Elon and I would get along spectacularly. It would be famous, absolutely famously. It would be beautiful. We just have a lot in common with how we talk and how we think. I know that's really fucked up and weird to say because he's the richest man in the world. And you're like, Megan, yeah, okay. You're nothing like Elon. And you know what? You might be right. But so I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, Elon Musk and I, we could totally date. And then I find out that he dated Amber Heard. So if you've been keeping up with the Johnny Depp trial, Amber Heard is a dick. She's terrible. She has this emotional superiority that she like, whatever she says is right. I mean, it's been proven that she has some personality disorders. But once I found out that he dated Amber Heard, I was like, ooh, yeah, maybe we would never date. Sorry, Elon it's just not going to happen for you. Plus, he's a Cancer, and I'm an Aries, and those two signs just don't don't do well together. He would think that I'm insensitive. I would think he's too sensitive. It wouldn't go well. So I have a friend who sends me memes all day, every day. I love him. He's fantastic. And here's why we're friends. Okay, this is you're about to find out why this guy's my friend. So he sends me a meme, and we have this like. Let me backtrack a second. So me and this guy, we have this connection based on crying at the office. I came out of the bathroom crying. I think he was crying. I don't know. But we caught each other in a moment and we're like, oh, you get it. So anyways, he sends me this meme and it got under my skin so badly. He knows that it got under my skin, but he wasn't sending it to he he sent it to me because it was stupid. So he understood. So the meme was like, um, the trauma made you stronger. Something to that effect, okay? Don't, do not quote me. It wasn't, probably wasn't the trauma made you stronger, but it was something like that. 
And that is the stupidest saying. Like, that has to be the fucking stupidest saying. Because, listen, trauma gave me anxiety and trust issues. And another stupid saying is when people say stay strong, when people are at their lowest. You know, when they're weak, they're at their lowest, they're going through a bad time. Telling someone to stay strong is, it's like a generic brushing of the dirt under the rug. Okay? So here's one for you. I'm going to give you a generic brushing under the rug. Uh, don't stay tight with the people who tell you to stay strong when they see that you're crippled, okay? Yeah, God, stay strong. Kiss my ass. All right, so I'm Jewish, okay? Uh, Let's talk about this. I'm Jewish. You know what we do? Okay, this is when we tell people to stay strong, it's when they're at their highest. It's when they've done something notably worthy of praise. You know what we do when people aren't strong? We don't tell them to stay strong. We bring bagels over to their house and sit on the floor to make ourselves low. It's called sitting shiva. It's typically when someone passes away, but it's in sympathy. It's it's saying, I understand you're not having a good time. I am going to, you know, I'm going to sympathize with you and I'm going to make myself low as well. Don't say stay strong. You tell people to stay strong when they are strong. Because if I'm going through a shit time and you tell me to stay strong, I'd be like, where do you see me as being strong? That doesn't make any sense. You know, everyone asks me why I only date Jewish guys. Listen, I've tried to date Goyim. Of course I've tried. Of course. But they won't know things like that. A Goyim means like a non-Jew. A Goy is a non-Jew. Goyim is multiple. <laughs> so I've dated I dated Goyim before. Yeah. It, but I don't know. Listen, I... I'm just figuring it out, right? I've talked to you about this several times, but when someone isn't strong, actually, when someone is strong, okay, when someone is strong, let's say they graduate college, they have, they get married, yashakoach, yashakoach, you are strong. May it be for strength, or uh, koach means like strength or power, okay? So yashakoach, it's like saying more power to you. Okay, I never realized how difficult that would be to translate. You know what? Just don't tell people to stay strong when they're falling apart. Don't, don't be an asshole. So Bloomberg uh, recently posted something about an obesity drug that helps people lose 20% of their weight. Guys, okay, a drug that helps you lose weight. I'm going to lose my shit. I was a coach for like 100 years, and I'm only letting you know. I'm only letting you know this because the only way to lose weight is to train your brain to learn the function of food and the science of emotional eating. The, the drug can work, sure, sure, I don't know. The, the drug can work, I'm not gonna discount it. But unless the drug can do those two things, obesity isn't going anywhere. You have to learn how to train your brain first, figure out how the science works, le- know what you're putting in your body. Okay, <laughs> I think I'm having a 30s life crisis. I mean, I started a podcast and I started a blog and now I, you know, I'm ready to hit up TikTok and YouTube. Actually, I'm not sure about TikTok yet. A TikTok intimidates me. I don't know why you guys keep telling me how great it is to check out TikTok. You all talk about how you're always on TikTok. When I think of TikTok, it just gives me flashbacks to 2020 during the, the lockdown and the, you know, the do, 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 I can't do it. That's what I think of when I think of TikTok and when the girls like hit their face with the makeup and then they have no makeup on, then they've got the makeup. I don't know what the point is. I don't know. 
yeah, social media is cute. It's fun. I don't get it. <laughs> you know, okay, so I was actually, I was on Instagram uh, a few days ago. And I see, I, I follow a lot of, um, well, mostly like dogs and fashion, right? But I also follow a lot of adventure pages because if I'm going to go on social media, I want to see things that I don't, I'm not familiar with. Uh, so there's this girl who has an RV and she brings her Husky with her and she was on like a swing or something, just her and the Husky. She's on a swing in the RV. So I started Googling Airstreams. I don't know what the actual RVs are called, but I have heard of Airstreams. I know about Airstreams. So I start Googling Airstreams and I'm like, okay, this is my moment. I can get a Doberman. You guys know I really want a Doberman. I want two Dobermans. I want a black and tan. It's going to be a female. Her name is Eve. And then a red male. His name is Jeter. Yes, like Derek Jeter. Huge Yankee fan. Okay, so I'm going to buy an Airstream. I'm just going to start traveling around the country Girl and dog go to mountain. Girl and dog go to desert. Girl and dog go to the beach. Girl and dog. What do you want? Okay. Girl and dog go to the city. That'll be like obviously the final resting point. I really wish this was realistic because I am having the worst luck finding an apartment. I never figured this would be as difficult as it is. I'm living it up right now. You know what? It's like I live in a five-star resort. I asked you guys about moving tips on my Instagram and some really good ones. But a lot of people were like, just pay movers to do it. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. But where the fuck am I moving to? To where? What's wild is, yes, the rent is cheaper in New York City than it is in Orlando right now. But the options, um, yeah, uh, mm. I need help. Maybe I should. Okay. The real estate girls I'm working with, I think they're great. Like, I really like them. They've helped me a lot. But maybe I should, I don't know, hit up Douglas Elliman. Yo, Doug. What's up, dude? What's up, my boy? Okay. We, we all know I don't talk like that. But I feel like I need more of a, a direct connection. So if you got anybody good in New York, preferably Brooklyn, maybe Upper East Side, um... Murray Hill, Turtle, what's it? Turtle Bay, Turtle Hill, tur Turtle area. Uh, that would be my preference. I don't mind meatpacking. Okay. So, all right. Anyway, moving is a disaster. Still trying to sell my car. Um, if you would like to purchase a used vehicle, please contact me. Megan at artofthemisfit.com. Okay. You know when people are on, I don't know if this is like everyone or or I don't know what the deal is. Is this just how people start their videos? People go on their Instagram or their YouTube or uh, Facebook or whatever. Like, hey guys, I just wanted to pop on here real quick. As if you weren't scrolling through Instagram for the last 15 minutes. Now you want to pop on real quick. It's an unnecessary disclaimer. Just stop. It's just the stupidest thing. Hey, let's pop on here real quick. Okay, so I've got the, the Met Gala on, and the theme is Gilded Glamour. I really should have shut my phone off before I started talking. Anyway, Gilded Glamour. I would say Blake Lively has killed this, but... Uh, why, I, I shouldn't have an opinion on this. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to... 
I, maybe I need more wine. That's probably what I need. I've made a decision. Tom Ford needs to be the predecessor for Anna Wintour. That's the only way anything's going to get done. That's the only way that fashion can move forward. I understand why they're inviting some of these celebrities to the Met Gala. They want the, they want the press. I get it. But for the love of God, I mean, I don't remember um, if it was, oh man, I don't remember which award show it was, but one celebrity wore shorts on the red carpet. Listen, listen, you don't, you just don't, you just don't, you just don't. I miss, I wasn't even around in the 20s and 30s, but I just miss the 20s and 30s. I feel like I would have done a lot better. I would have been sneaking into, oh my God, there's a Ralph Lauren Yankee varsity jacket. I need this. I need to find out how I can get my hands on this. It doesn't even necessarily need to be Ralph Lauren. You know what? There's probably plenty of Yankee varsity jackets. If you see me outside wearing a varsity jacket when it's, uh, I don't know, 90 degrees out, just mind your business. Okay, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. The 1920s, 1930s, I feel like I would have been, you know, Al Capone and I, we would have been boys. I would have been like, you know, running a, a speakeasy for sure. I could still run a speakeasy now. You know what? To go along with my cooking. I have a, you know, I'm just running the kitchen in the back. I got a speakeasy. I got my two Dobermans, Eve and Jeter. I got my Airstream parked out back. I think I just made my plan while I'm wearing my Yankees varsity jacket. Ooh, I'm really liking this plan. Who are my performers going to be? I want really cool performers. I want them to like be spinning on one of those giant like uh, wine glasses or a cocktail glass. I don't drink, guys. I don't know what this is called. I'm talking about running a speakeasy like I know anything about drinks. The only drink I know how to make is opening a bottle of wine and and pouring it. I officially have no stock in the stock market. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel a little uncomfortable. It's like stock market gave me a sense of security. I became really obsessed with uh, the stocks in econ class my senior year of high school. And then I started investing. Um, don't even remember what my first companies were because I sold them for all of you know their penny stocks. Anyway, I am just so obsessed with the stock market and it's having its worst year since the, <laughs> 1939. That's when me and Capone would have been boys running my, Megan Triton speakeasy. Me just speakeasy. I can't even say the word. Maybe I shouldn't run a speakeasy. So... Yeah, I became super obsessed with the stock market back my back in my senior year of high school. Started getting really into it in 2018. I bought a bunch of pharmaceutical companies, and then 2020 came, and I got Berkshire Hathaway. Bought a bunch of airline companies, Apple, Tesla, and Amazon. Well, if you listen to the episode with Leah, I talk a little bit about how I dated this guy last year. I mean, I didn't date him. I I saw you know I. I don't know how to explain. I'm not a dating guru. I shouldn't be even talking about dating. So I started seeing this guy and he just made so much financial sense to me because this guy was, he's massively successful. So I'm like, okay, whatever you say about finance, I'll listen because you figured it out. I haven't. So he starts talking to me about, uh, you know, you should put your money into, um, 
real estate, obviously, he's a real estate guy. Uh, so it makes you money. You know, the stock market's volatile. And he's absolutely right, it is. I've lost a lot of money in the stock market. I made good money in the stock market. So I sold a lot of my stock last year. The last one that I sold was Apple, which was my most recent. And I just, I, I don't know, I feel, uh, I feel a little unstable. It's a little weird. I've never not had stock. Yes, I've, I've had not had stock before, but uh, it's been a long time. So I go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning, right? That's the best time to go to the gym. That's when all the people that are either very serious about working out or all the old people are there. Later in the day is when, uh, you know, the Instagram models show up and they're, they're shooting their TikToks or something. I don't know. They come with like the tripods and their full face of makeup. So five o'clock in the morning, there's none of that, right? So everybody's, uh, everybody's getting to work at five o'clock in the morning. So I started, the, I started off at the gym on the treadmill. My eyes are glued to, uh, to the, the ticker. That, that's all I do in the gym. First thing in the morning, I'm watching the ticker. Now it feels pointless that I don't have stock. It's so odd. So yeah, everyone's, everyone's down in the stock market. Um, if they don't text you back today, it's not you. It's the stock market imploding. We're still watching the Met Gala. And listen, I love fashion so much. I always wonder like if I was ever invited to the Met Gala, what would I wear? A part of me thinks it'd be like half Sarah Jessica Parker Half Blake Lively, half Lady Gaga. I think we can stop there. Blake Lively's dress is so cool. It's a take on the Statue of Liberty. So it's like gilded, copper, transformative. It's so special. Okay, so when I get invited to Met Gala, I'm taking Elon Musk as my date. Elon, just be ready. We'll look cool. We'll take cool pictures and then we'll go get ice cream afterward. Actually, they probably have ice cream at the Met Gala. I wonder what kind of ice cream they have. Find someone find out what flavors they have, what kind. Like, I bet they have like goat milk ice cream and almond milk ice cream and honey ice cream. And they probably have all kinds of like weird vegan shit because that's what celebrities do, is they just have like weird vegan shit. But I need to know what kind of snacks they have before I send in my RSVP. Because you guys know, like, when I come to your house, I'm standing in the pantry eating all the snacks. It's like my first stop. It's like a it's like a rite of passage. I come to the house, check out the pantry. I stand there. I won't bring it over to the couch. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to eat on your couch. I'll just stand in the pantry. I'll eat your snacks. What's so annoying is right now I don't have any snacks because I'm on this, like this health kick. I'm getting a revenge body, guys. What am I getting revenge on? I don't know, but I'm getting a revenge body. Shout out Khloe Kardashian. Hashtag revenge body. So right now, all I have is organic coconut, organic mango, organic blueberries. It's so sad. I don't even have bagels in my house right now. Can you believe this? Of all people, I don't have bagels. If you don't know this, okay, bagels are God's gift to the world. There is no better food than a bagel. And you cannot sabotage a bagel with like vegan, veganism. Okay, tell that to my cousin Shane. By the way, her episode is on Friday. I obviously asked her to come on the podcast for a reason and it took me weeks 
weeks to get her on the phone. I mean, weeks. I am a huge advocate of bombardment. I strongly believe in calling someone over and over and over until they answer and having a full conversation with yourself through text message until they reply. Just like all the guys in your DMs. <laughs> you know, you, you always have that like one guy that's just having a full conversation with himself. By the way, I talked last week about how I was getting all these friend requests. It still hasn't stopped. I don't know what the deal is because all of my stuff is private. My Facebook's private. My Instagram's private. I don't use Snapchat. I'm not getting friend requests on that. But I just don't understand what's going on. It's so strange to me. It's so weird. So I talked about how, you know, there's lots of lots of naked folks on the internet. But I bought this new bikini and it's so cute. It's so cute. And I took a picture while I was drunk at the pool this weekend. And I was like, damn, like I've been working hard. I don't know what I've been doing, but I'm going to keep doing it. By the way, I eat whatever I want. Yeah, I eat healthy. But like if I want Froyo, I'm going to get Froyo. So I took this picture and I'm like, hmm, should I post it? Should I post it? I want to post it because I look like a freaking badass but uh i don't want to be sexualized you know what would my rabbi think <laughs> can't even i can't even walk past the chabad without feeling guilty you know what jewish guilt is real it's real Ooh, i can't i can't i can't do it but damn this bikini just makes your girl look like you know what cosmo hit me up met gala hit me up uh chloe kardashian Put me on your revenge body show. Guys, Elon Musk is at the Met Gala. He looks stellar. He's doing the white tie. Oh my gosh, Elon. Very rude that you didn't call me. I thought we had a deal. We were going to go together. We were going to look cool. We are going to take cool pictures. And then we were going to go get ice cream. And you decided to go without me, Elon. I feel betrayed. I feel disappointed. Um, you know what? I'm tired of being blindsided. Elon, we're gonna have a talk. We're gonna have a talk. This is gonna, this isn't looking good for you, Elon. Tomorrow you see it on the news. It's on every headline. Elon Musk and Megan Triton break up at the Met Gala. They didn't even go get ice cream. We really need to know what kind of snacks they serve at things like this because if they don't have snacks, I'm not going. When I get my Met Gala invite and I uninvite Elon, that's right, Elon, you're uninvited from being my date. I'll just have to go with like Dylan Sprouse. Anyway, I want to know what kind of snacks they have because this is a very crucial, this is like a pivotal turning point for me. Matt Gala, I need you to email me a whole list of your ingredients for the snacks. Maybe bagels, like a, okay, so I always talk about how I don't want a wedding. I just, it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. But if I did have a wedding, it would be like 1920s gangster theme. It would be at the Cotizan, like 1920s Great Gatsby style, but not Great Gatsby because everyone does Great Gatsby. Mine would be like a speakeasy Al Capone. It'd be like some mafia shit. That's what my wedding would be like if I had a wedding. I really don't want one. Um, I'm really sorry to whoever I marry. Probably gonna have to have a wedding. 
really don't want one. But, okay, if I had a wedding, I would have bagels and froyo. And you know Dylan's candy bar, how you, like, pick out the candy? So I went to this bat mitzvah, you know, back in the day, 100 years ago. And uh, at the bat mitzvah, oh, my God, my mom just sent me the cutest picture of Allie, the puppy. She's so cute. But she had this candy bar, like Dylan's candy bar at the bat mitzvah. That's what my wedding would be like, but froyo style. Okay, so we just played my wedding. It's going to be 1920s Al Capone bagels, froyo. Let's see. Ooh, we're going to have like Machine Gun Kelly come out <laughs> with pink and then ZZ Top shows up. And then I'm going to have those girls in the cups like spinning around. Um, I'm going to have JLo just pop out of a cake. Ooh, what about a bagel cake? I'm going to have, I don't like champagne, but I'll have a champagne fountain. You know what? It's a wedding. I, I'm not going to have a wedding. I don't know why I'm even talking about this. You know what? I, this might be like my 40th birthday party. We're going to have a we're gonna have a 40th birthday party, not a wedding. You see, why would I have a wedding if I could just have my marriage in peace? You know, we go get married. I'll wear a leather jacket. You wear a leather jacket. Ooh, or we can wear the Yankees varsity jackets together. I like where this is going, honey. Yeah, okay, we we wear the Yankees varsity jackets. Okay, and leather jackets. We can do it up. Then we go to the Grand Canyon. We take some cool pics. We elope. We piss everybody off because they're like, what the heck, you got married without us? And we're like, yeah, we did. And we're going to travel with all the money that we saved on this stupid-ass wedding. And then we'll go home to my Airstream. Thank you so much for listening to Art of the Misfit podcast. This has been the most difficult episode for me to record. I tried all day to record this. I just couldn't stop laughing. Either everything I said was stupid or is funny. And it just, it took me all day to do this. And now I'm very distracted by the Met Gala. And here we have Donatella Versace. By the way, she'll be at my wedding too. Donatella, I'll, I'll send you an email. Elon, you're uninvited. All right, Friday's episode is with my cousin Shane Layton, incredibly talented, incredibly successful, and you'll hear me give her some Bronx Tale words of wisdom. If you have any advertising ideas or if there's anyone specific that you want me to interview, just send me an email, megan at artofthemisfit.com, or feel free to slide in my DMs. Make sure you subscribe and rate the podcast five stars. I'll see you again soon.